Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Blind Pig Podcast. Uh, so first off, I just want to say that, uh, you know, thank you guys for sticking around. Uh, we, we apologize for uh, not being able to push out content as uh, quickly. Uh, we are in the process of transitioning uh, to a different place and some other things have been going on. Uh, so we just wanted to make you all aware of what's kind of happening. Uh, so if y'all are looking for this content every week, you know, that's what we're trying to push for. Sometimes it just doesn't uh, line up so well. Uh, so please, you know, stick with us through it. I promise that, you know, one day this is going to get a lot smoother and it's going to work out just fine. Uh, so... A few things that are going on. Uh, we are trying to sell one of the houses that we have. It was a rental uh, that we had bought down in Florida. And once the tenants moved out, we realized we had some issues on our hands. Uh, there was quite a bit we had to go down and uh, fix or replace. Uh, but one of the big things was that the floor was starting to rot. So, I had an inspector come out, take a look at it, and they said that there was a, a fungus underneath and that it was rotting the wood. So, he recommended that we replace the subfloor in the house and that a company come out and, and enclose the crawl space. So, I'm not about spending a lot of money, so I decided that I would head down there and uh, work on that subfloor myself. There were a few other things I was going to do while I was there. There was uh, some mold on the uh, drywall in the garage. So um, worked on that. And then there was also a sink, pedestal sink that the tenants had broke. So I had to replace that as well. Yeah, so since we got down there, uh, started ripping up that subfloor in the living room, uh, looking at the issues underneath the house, I got down there, scrubbed that mold off, and sprayed bleach on it to kill it. We kind of were looking at the damage, and you know we didn't want to have to take up the whole subfloor in the house, so we only did you know spot. I think we only worked in the living room part of the hallway and one of the bedroom closets those were big areas and they were already developing holes so we just went ahead and ripped those out and replaced them so those are brand new subfloors uh, so it should last quite a while we had sprayed some bleach down there I don't think it's gonna 100% take uh, care of that mold but uh, it is definitely a start uh, so, that took us about, I'll say nine days. It took us nine days to take care of that. It's a lot more difficult than you'd think, ripping up subfloor and putting down uh, new, uh, new sheets of plywood. It's also pretty expensive. So, uh, don't, don't recommend it. However, you know, if you need to, it is doable. Uh, take some time so if you have the time research it you know see if you can do it yourself uh, 
uh, it will pay off versus paying somebody to do it. But yeah, we uh, we got majority done. So I'm going to have an inspector come out, take a look at it, and see, you know, did we do uh, enough? You know, do we have to go back in and take up any more? I tried to, to limit the amount that I was taking up. Uh, so it's a possibility that we do have to go back down there and clean up some more. Uh, so on that property, you know, we, we invested quite a bit into it, but we're getting a lot of return from it. So I don't have any issues going down there, throwing some money into it, fixing it up, because I know I'm going to get this back, right? So it's not a big deal. But I wanted to, you know, throw out, you know, kind of what's going on because it is an investment property. And also to let you guys know what's going on, why are we not pushing out a show. Uh, so during that time I was, you know, we were working endlessly. I mean, we would wake up early in the morning. We would work all throughout the day. You know, I think the only times we really had off were, you know, when we would go to breakfast and when we would go to dinner, uh, you know, some of the times we didn't even eat lunch. We just kind of worked through the, through the day. So I was unable to schedule a podcast and I was unable to get a hold of somebody down there to, uh, kind of throw on the show. So, you know, that's why you don't see anybody on the show with me. And that's why this is about a week late. But just want to let you guys know. Uh, so I will be sharing some pictures uh, throughout this video of kind of what's going on uh, with that property down there. You can't see too much what's going on underneath the house, but that's majority of the problem. And but you can see the living room where we ripped it up. You can see the the joist. You can see. Uh, kind of in the hallway and the and in the bedroom closet where we had to take that up and we had to frame it out and put down new sheets you'll also see in there that uh, that damaged vanity not damaged vanity it was a uh, pedestal sink so you'll see that and what we replaced it with so I am pleased overall with the amount of work we got done in that time uh, and I just want to, you know, show you guys what that looks like. So, uh, hopefully, you know, whenever I edit this out, I'll just kind of slide them in there so y'all can uh, see them throughout this video. So, we are also going through uh, the sale of this house that I'm currently in. Uh, we uh, just, you know, made a deal. Uh, so we're waiting to close. It's not too long. I think we're looking at a week or two away from closing on the house. Uh, and then something that's really cool where uh, I want to say it's called we're asking for seller's possession or buyer's possession. I don't remember which. Uh, but basically after we close we're asking can we stay in the house. Uh, until it's beneficial for us to move, which is the end of February. Uh, and so they agreed. And the stipulation there is we have to pay a little bit. Uh, not too crazy. But that's uh, you know comes out of proceeds. So you're not paying out of pocket. Uh, 
it was a good deal, but we we did sell the house, not officially yet, but we did sell the house, so we got a lot going on here. Uh, we got to get everything packed up. We got to get the, the wife and kids down to Texas, and I don't think I explained our situation and what's going on, uh, so I will be getting into that for sure. Um, but I will say the market's hot. I mean, our house, uh, when I say we started to list it on Wednesday night, two people showed up to view that night. People viewed all of Thursday. People viewed parts of Friday. And we had the house sold on Saturday. And this was above market value. So things are hot, at least down in North Carolina. And I think Florida as well. So I'm sure most of America is like this, but we are hot down here. So if you uh, are looking to sell, it's prime time. All right, so let's get into kind of what's going on uh, with our transition, right? So I kind of mentioned in my first video how we're, you know, transitioning out of the military. Technically, that doesn't apply until later this year. However, I'm uh, partaking in a program called SkillBridge. So, and uh, what this is, is where the DOD is going to allow me uh, to go uh, PTAD, permissive uh, TAD, out to whichever uh, site that I, you know, apply to. Uh, this one is uh, called Flexair. It's out in Kansas, and they have two locations, one in Kansas, one in, um, oh, where is it, San Diego. All right, and uh, you go out there, and you go through like a, a course. I want to say this is a lot of mentoring, and they have connections with airlines and, and such. Uh, they also have a pilot program, so you can uh, opt into this pilot program, and they work parallel with each other, so you can do them at the same time, uh, meaning you're still in the military for the six months, getting paid, you can start your pilot program, and you have to pay, I mean, it's not a, a free thing for the pilot program, uh, so you got to pay for housing, you got to pay you know, the whole gambit. Uh, so, you know, if you're trying to go in on a skill bridge, you know, look for that stuff. Just educate yourself and be realistic. There are some uh, ways uh, for some of the skill bridge locations to utilize your GI Bill. Uh, this one does not because it's accelerated and it's too quick to utilize GI Bill. The GI Bill will just take too long and draw out the process uh, so they don't uh, accept that anymore. Uh, but that is what we are doing. Uh, so I will be leaving uh, hopefully pretty soon. I'm going to be taking leave beforehand uh, and helping my family move down to Texas. So they'll get down there. My, my uh, oldest son will go to school uh, down there. And uh, my other two little ones are 
a little too little. They won't be going to school yet. Uh, but they'll settle down there. And then once uh, you know everything settles here, I can get on my leave. I'll be headed down there as well. Hopefully, we'll do some podcasts. You know, throughout that time, find some people down in the valley in Texas to to jump on. I know some good guys down there. But come April time frame, I've got to be moving up to Kansas. No, so. Uh, won't be until May, actually. So they notified me that the housing wasn't available until May. So we'll be moving up there around May. Uh, so that I got some time there. But I'll move into some housing over there by the airport in uh, Manhattan, Kansas. And we will uh, commence flight training. Uh, so I currently am working on some flight training there's a app I think it's called Kings Kings flight training if you google it you can find it so essentially you pay for this material and they teach you everything you got to know and you can apply for your FAA uh, test and you take your test if you pass it then you get this little certificate you can take that over to a, a CFI a certified flight instructor and that lets them know you're serious and you could say hey you know i already got all this out of the way i just need my hours and they can uh take you up and fly with you and make sure you uh learn the proper way and get your hours so that's kind of what i'm doing now it's a it's a little less expensive i guess doing it this way uh that uh, school I'm going to is a little more expensive than this, less expensive than uh, college, but uh, they are definitely uh, the way to go if you want to get it done fast uh, because it's uh, very, very accelerated. Uh, but this King's Flight School uh, app that I use is very good. They break it down uh, very nice. Uh, so I'm doing that right now. I am studying, I'm almost finished, and I'm going to go take my FAA test for my private pilot's license, and then I'm going to see if I can get my hours done. Hopefully, uh, before I start my uh, school up there in Kansas, I'll at least get my uh, instrument uh, rating done. I mean, I'm hopeful. We'll see how that goes. Uh, if I can, I'll just be better off. You know, I'll, I'll at least have the experience with the instruments and uh, flying a little bit. Uh, so it won't be as new. Uh, so I think we're on the right track at least. Uh, so I, I already mentioned about the moving. We definitely uh, got to get out of this house. Uh, so it's all moving very quickly and it's kind of scary and it's, you know, makes you nervous especially with a family of five I mean it's pretty rough but you know I think I think overall we definitely got it uh, so you know I talked about the skill bridge um, if any of you guys are you know interested in skill bridge or you have any questions about that uh, reach out to me I mean uh, if you're in a different branch 
it's going to vary probably a little bit, but we can find the instructions. We can talk about it. And in essence, it's a DoD program, so it's not going to vary too greatly. I think probably the leave, probably the, the cool, the credentials online stuff is going to be different. You know, Navy versus Army. It's going to be, you know, they're probably going to allow the Army to get whatever credentials they want versus the Navy, who's pretty stringent on it. But reach out to me so we can talk about it. Um, if you don't know anything about it, we can uh, get educated uh, together. So uh, I agree with this program. I found out about it, I want to say, August, September time frame last year. Uh, and I was like, hey, you know what? Let's jump on this bandwagon. Let's get it going. I think it's a good opportunity. Uh, if you want to learn a skill outside of your uh, what you've been trained in the military or to reinforce what you've been trained in the military. Maybe you're a, a whole tech and you have welded before. Get out there in a welding program. I mean, you're going to get paid by the military for six months to be sitting out there welding, learning, and then there's potential opportunity for employment. So, that and that's the key with SkillBridge is employment. They have to lead to the potential for employment. So, you can't just go to college and take a college course for six months. It doesn't work that way. You got to go to a company and, you know, apprentice. You got to intern stuff like that where at the end of it somebody could offer you a job out of it whether that's the company or this company's tied in with other companies that can hire you you know that's the case with uh, Flexair would they want to say can utilize you after you've gotten all your training done you'll become a flight instructor they can utilize you at a school to uh, fly and train other students and then once you get your available hours they'll help coordinate if you want to get on an airline or you know they they know people and they can reach out and get you in the door uh, so that's what enables uh, Flexair to be part of Skillbridge right so it's just their ties and and how they can uh, offer you to the uh, to that industry right so if y'all need help with any of that like I say reach out I can help you navigate the site it's kind of confusing but we can find whatever you're looking for and we can get you in there uh, the key is to start early so always start your transition about a year out it's going to help you a lot uh, we Let's see, I started mine in a little less than a year. I think I started mine in November time frame. Uh, and I can only speak for the Marine side of the house. We uh, do TRS, it's a Transition Readiness Seminar. We, see, we got to do a lot up front. There's a lot of upfront stuff to do, a lot of trainings online. 
a lot of checks in the box you got to do. You got to go on and create accounts for, you know, VA. Uh, you got to show proof of all that. You got to, you know, create your own passwords and and stuff for whenever they take your CAC away. You can uh, go on there and uh, view your e-benefits and stuff. Uh, so you got to take care of that beforehand. So start early. I mean, I started in November. I hit it hard. I was uh, working with a buddy of mine. We were just knocking it out. You know, every single day we go in, we view the videos, the trainings we got to do, and then we, uh, you know, coordinate with our uh, UTC. I don't remember what that stands for, but it's our person within our unit. Uh, they are the career uh, counselor. So, you know, if you're needing to do that, then look for that UTC, your career counselor. If they're not it, they're going to know who it is. So, uh, once you get most of that done, you got to got to do your initial counseling where they pull you in and sit you down, talk to you a little bit about your goals and where you're at now. And so, they can assist you in planning uh, what kind of classes you're going to attend uh, after your TRS. Most people have to take a full five-day uh, TRS class. Uh, TRS itself is three days, and then you get a two-day track. So two-day track can be the uh, Department of Labor. Um, let's see. They do one about education, about colleges. They do... What was it? The Boots to Business. It's an entrepreneurial track, which I did. It's very informative. And I think if you have the chance to do it, do it. It's uh, It'll be worth it. And it opens you up, too, so you can go back to uh, the small business uh, was it administration, I'm thinking. You, go, you can go to them and you have a certificate, so it opens up uh, more avenues for you to utilize uh, their help. So that's going to be your encompassing your, your five-day TRS. And then initial counseling, they're going to set you up for what track you're going to do after the three days. So talk with them about it. You know, I was going through uh, school. So, uh, you know, your school or uh, a job, so I, that kind of opened me up for, you could go the education, you could go the labor. Uh, and I was kind of looking at it, and I was like, well, you know, I've been around a while, I've been to school, I, I don't think I need any help with that. And finding a job, I'm not as worried about that. You know, I've written evals in the Navy and stuff. Uh, I've seen uh, resumes online. Uh, if you go out uh, to some of the veteran centers, they can help you write uh, resumes. So I'm not scared that I can't write a resume. I got the help and I got experience with evals. So we'll get it done. Uh, so I didn't want to go the labor route uh, either. Uh, the entrepreneurship uh, little class 
I definitely wanted to take that uh, just to learn more. I mean, I've always researched this sort of stuff, but really going to that class helped reinforce a lot of things, and I learned a ton more. Uh, so if you're in that spot, you don't know what to choose, just choose uh, Boots to Business. And uh, just know there's people out there to help you for the labor side and for the education side. So you get the help for that. Uh, just take the boots to business. Uh, that's my advice. I mean, take it or not, but I think it's valuable. So uh, after you complete your initial counseling, you're going to go to uh, your pre-separation uh, seminar, class, whatever they're calling it. And ours was virtual. We just sat there for like an hour and a half listening to somebody talk about different topics. It's going to be the same topics that you've already went over through in video. It's going to be the same thing you're going to go over in TRS. So, I mean, just get a earful of it. And then, once you're done with your precept, you're going to take all your completed documentation to your UTC. They're going to help schedule a TRS class for you. So, if you're out in the Lejeune area... I went over to the New River site and I loved it. I felt like the people there were genuine. They were speaking some good words and uh, I really did learn a lot. So I suggest going there. I haven't been over to the Lejeune side, but I mean, either way, get it done. I really enjoyed my time over at New River. Um, so once you're complete DRS, if you did the Department of Labor or the education side, uh, that two-day track, you have homework to do. TRS in itself has homework to do. I think you got to submit, I want to say it's like a financial worksheet. You got to submit that. You got to submit like one or two other things. I can't remember off the top of my head, but you got to submit them um, before you can get signed off and if you're in the department of labor or the education track you have additional stuff you got to do the educational track you got to submit i think it's a comparison of schools that you want to attend and department of labor is you got to write a resume so all that's on your own time you build up your resume or you do your comparison and the last ticket you have is going to be your capstone review that capstone review is your ticket out, right? It's saying you've checked all the boxes, you're ready to go. That is the paper that you take down to get your DD-214. All right, so it's a valuable piece of paper. All right, so uh, whatever you got to do, get that. All right, so... Yeah, that's, that's how that transition process goes. Uh, and the sooner you get it done, the better. Uh, I know for me, in order to participate in SkillBridge, that TRS has to be complete. That, that capstone's got to be complete. So, I mean, here it is January, and I mean, end of January. But I've had that sucker done this entire month. I don't get out till October. But I have it complete. 
and I've already routed up my skill bridge package. So I'm waiting for that to come back. I'm, I'm extremely hopeful that's passing through. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't. Uh, but whenever I get it back, that's when I got to bring it. I got to bring down a paper. I'm trying to think of which one it was. I think it's a request for uh, permissive TAD. I got to bring that in to the admin guys and they will cut me orders. Uh, so I'm trying to get this stuff done as fast as possible. But as soon as I get them orders, I can try to initiate a move and get my household goods down to Texas before the new owner takes uh, ownership of the house, right? When they, when they take over and want to move in, we got to be out. So I'm hopeful, but we've got, you know, some contingencies. And, you know, I'll talk them through just kind of, you know, you know, throw it out there what we're all you know what's going through our head um you know the most hopeful outcome is that i get my order soon we initiate the move and then we're able to you know get out of here and get them to move us i'm hopeful it may not happen but if it doesn't happen let's say that they're unable to move us until you know March into April, whatever, then I am going to have to pack up my house and move it over to a storage unit. And then what we'll do is we'll just uh, take off. And that'll be the pickup site instead of the house. They'll go pick up our household goods from the storage and then they'll move them out uh, to Texas for us and put it in storage there. If if none of that's able to happen, if they say, you know what, this is not a PCS move, this is not your final move, this is a PTAD, and you're not authorized to move, well then, crap. We'll probably just pack up and leave. We'll uh, save all receipts and, and hope and pray that uh, when it's all said and done, they'll accept that as our final move and we'll get paid in return. So, I am hopeful that they will move us, uh, whether that's on time or a little late. But, I mean, we're ready for whatever comes. You know, I think our best uh, solution is get the kids out the house, get them down where they need to go, get them enrolled in school. And uh, that'll allow me time and uh, a little bit of space to clean up the house and get things organized and do what I got to do. So, you know, it's, it's a mess, but it's doable. And I just want to, you know, push that out there to everybody is, you know, don't, uh, don't ever give up. Don't think that you can't do something. Uh, we have a lot going on right now and there are things that are kind of eating away at finances, you know, uh, getting that house ready to sell down in Florida, you know, us thinking about the move, we got to put money down on that, but you can do it. You can persevere. I mean, that house down in Florida has been, you know, giving us a headache for, you know, since when was it December when the tenants moved out, we started having the problems. So it is a headache, but you know what? 
push through it. It's okay. Things don't always work the way you want them to. Get that expectation out of your head that it's going to, and you'll never be shocked. So, things are always going to go wrong. Just hope that they're not the worst, and uh, keep pushing. What's the worst thing that could happen? You can't sell the house. you got to fix it. you got to pour more money into it. We're in a market where you're going to get a return, right? It doesn't matter. I mean, I doubt we would have to put that much money into it that we wouldn't get a return. Uh, you know, we're, we were dealing with the stress of selling this house, and there was really no stress to it. I mean, there's things that we hadn't fixed in the house, and this sucker sold so quick because people don't care. They're just trying to buy a house. So, don't worry, right? We are our own worst enemy when it comes to that, and we really, like, overdo it. You know, we are always in our head kind of telling ourselves, you know, I don't know if I can make this. I don't think we can do this. But you made it this far in life. So, you know, like, don't, don't give up. Don't say, well, you know what? Screw the skill bridge. I, I, I don't have time for this. I can't. I can't do this. You can. You can do whatever you want, right? You just got to keep pushing. Life is hard sometimes, but that's okay. You know, we we all have the ability to reach out for, you know, friends to help. That's that's a big key, right? And I want to mention that a little bit. So down in Florida, I uh, had some buddies down there. They came out and helped uh, so you got uh, Daniel Cook you know Don Castro got Cam Galindo showed up so uh, very happy that they showed up and helped but hey guys you know thank you for all the support uh, please bear with us while we uh, transition out of the state and onto the new path um, and if you haven't already like and subscribe and if you have anything to share with us Put that down in the comments. Alright, thank you guys so much.